Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Atiullah, atiur Rasul, ulul amri minkum. And always a reminder for myself, ana abdukul ajeez wa da'eef wa miskeen wa zul wa jahad. And for the grace of Allah that we're still in existence, that Allah's rahman mercy to to dress and to forgive us. And alhamdulillah that Allah granted us to enter the month of the holy month of Shaban, the month of Sayyidina Muhammad and that to see the days and night of Nisf Shaban in which Allah write the destinies of creation, who comes and who goes, what exists and what ceases to exist. And everything <coughs> of good deeds and good manners and good actions so that Allah write for us good. Lessen any type of difficulty that meant for us by our good deeds and good character. And alhamdulillah that we, we talked about the analogy of the chair. Um, interested why there's not too many people asking about that. Anything that has to do with the nafs and the cleaning and the process of cleaning and understanding bad character is, is something shaitan wants us to forget. And he's more interested in talking about how close are we to angels, where are the jinn, how to to do all sorts of supernatural events <laughs> and that uh, that's a bit of the character of the nafs. At that time we can see who's sitting on the chair and even the types of thought processes. That the chair is, is interesting for people when they want to know about unseen and, and big things and we said before that the danger is in the little things, that if we don't take a life in which continuously taking an accounting of ourself and every action and every reaction that we have with people and interaction with people, with ourselves, our loved ones and family members and to go back and think that who is sitting on the chair. Not to justify ourselves for everything because that's, that's completely the nafs trying to do the accounting. So even in the accounting and… Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, this is Shaykh Nurjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan, There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream, every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. we try our best to have the angelic character do the accounting. The satanic one if he does the accounting he says, no I was justified in every action and oh, all these things I did wrong, 
No, no, that was that person's fault. Then we know that, oh, the, the shaitan is doing the accounting. If the nafs does the accounting, ah, I did some things wrong but it was still the other person's fault. Or one day they believe, one day they enter disbelief because the seed is always being used by shaitan and the nafs. And we describe that's the seed of authority, who sits upon your heart and who sits upon our heart. And Prophet came and made very easy for us, who knows himself will know his Lord. So Mawlana Shaykh's barakah and understanding is who, who knows himself will know who's sitting on his chair. If he thinks his soul sits upon his chair, meaning the kingdom of Allah is upon his heart and that he's a representative of Allah that's very high. But when we do an analysis and do our hisab and do our, our daily accounting and meditation and contemplation and tafakkur, whatever people want to use that word, the importance is you'll see who sits upon your chair. That when I missed my prayers, who sat upon the chair? Shaitan. When I acted this way, who sat upon the chair? Oh, shaitan. When I got angry and responded in such a way, who sat upon the chair? Shaitan. When I can't control myself and my desires, my wants, all of my faculties, then nafs and shaitan are sharing. And so much of that is important in the accounting of oneself, that the muhasaba is important because we live a life in which we think that, no we are pious people and we're great for occasionally we get a little bit disturbed. But in reality the level of piety is difficult to achieve and to sustain that level. And only through muhasaba and accounting of oneself and a daily accounting in which we look every night to see that people, places and things, what did I do wrong, how did I spend my time, how did I spend my efforts, how did I spend my money, everything. Everything requires an accounting within ourselves to see that if Allah is pleased with us for that day, if Prophet is pleased with us for that day, these types of things they don't get too many questions and replies. That's why we said that when we talk it's best that people write the talk and throughout the week think of the talk, contemplate the talk. So that by the following week we can go in depth, otherwise it's just a series of talks, 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 talks and we just keep journeying and which the talk never was absorbed. Because when are people going to absorb it? If they don't sit, ponder it, write it, go back and look at it and then by the following week clarify to go deeper within it. So that's the, the concern otherwise we're just throwing out all these different talks and all these all these realities that are pleasing for the nafs and the nafs loves to sit and hear the realities but how much of these realities that we put into effect is important. So as soon as we're talking and everybody has to see how that agitation comes. As soon as you hear a talk you're in a group gathering and you don't get the food the time that you want, you don't check out in the speed that you want, any type of interaction you're going to have immediately all these characteristics come out 
and very few people actually swap an account and say, oh my gosh what am I doing? How come I, I'm, I'm not able to control the one sitting upon the chair? And that's what the purpose of tariqah was. You know the purpose of tariqah was for people to come and take an accounting of themselves and then actually work on themselves. Not that they just hear a whole bunch of realities and by virtue of hearing realities they feel very empowered and special and think that they have these realities. But the tariqah is actually the hard scrubbing and cleaning and working upon the self. And many people may begin to start to clean and they don't like what they find and they stop their muhasaba, they stop their tafakkur. Because they're, they're happy in the ignorance of what they think they are versus trying to find the character, find the bad character and then begin to attack that bad character and struggle against that bad character. That this is the, the month in which Prophet's immense dressings and new writings upon the soul of what Allah is going to write for us, what has been written now for us, what will happen upon this earth, what will happen upon our rizq, what will happen upon our lives, our deaths, our comings and our goings. And we face the great month of Ramadan in which is a great reset. And as it is a reset for the believers, it should be a reset for this entire earth because Allah loves His creation equally. As, as those whom worship Allah or worship dunya, Allah will make their Ramadan and their dunya to vanish. And those whom, whom they have their love for Allah Allah makes their sins to vanish. So it means Allah loves His creation, all His creation. So Ramadan is… is is not only for the Muslim people, means those whom submit their will to the will of Allah those whom are submitting their will they are the people of the kingdom. And as a result they enter into Ramadan through the system of fasting and Allah makes their dunya which is their sins to vanish and what left of them shining. And what happened when Nabi Musa went to the mountain to take the tajallis of Allah and to take the tablets? And those who left behind Allah said, let me deal with them. Why? Well because they had a desire for dunya, too much desire for dunya. What happened then? The earth opened and swallowed them. Means that this Ramadan looks like Allah going to reset everything. That if their life is dunya and their life are their accounts and their life are all that they established of this world, it was but one shout and it vanished. So this is a a time not even just for believers to believe and everybody else will have a good time. But 
Allah's reset upon the entire earth guarantees a, an immense rebirth and all that they worship will be crushed and brought down. And those whom they're worshipping is for heaven, then when Allah crushes the sins and crushes the dunya, what remains is what they built of their heavens. If the dunya collapse and their life was about the building of their soul, their heart and their relationship with the heavens, then that light should be shining and glorifying their Lord. But if their life was about dunya and Allah but one child they wake up uh, first they do something on a Friday and they wake up and everything is closed and everything is gone, wiped out by Monday. It should be a, a very interesting Ramadan that Allah is collapsing dunya and the signs are everywhere that do people have eyes to see and do they have ears to hear? Do they follow guidance and follow the way of contemplation? If they don't follow contemplation they follow but their own desires. You say you have a shaykh, you don't have a shaykh, it doesn't matter your shaykh is your desires. If you follow the shaykh you have to make your tafakkur and contemplation. <coughs> you have to connect with the shaykh. Only through your system of connection they inspire within your heart what needs to be done. Things that are coming so fast and so difficult, if the heart is not inspired it will cause difficulties. These are a time in which the connection is so important in the existence of, of mankind. Without that connection it's a life of difficulties and miseries. We pray that Allah grant us that inspiration, that desire, the himma, the zeal within ourselves to improve, to connect, to have this Divinely love, to have the love of Sayyidina Muhammad and to keep that love and that connection with our good deeds and good actions. That we build the love with the shaykh, the relationship with the shaykh, the relationship with the knowledges and the practices and that we put our faith into action. That we do the good deeds that show what we believe. This is our opportunity as Ramadan is opening, inspiring everybody to fast Ramadan and make intention to fast the fast of Ramadan, to make intention that Allah that we fast with our ears, that we fast with our sight, that we fast with our breath, we fast with our touch and we fast with our desires and that the enemies of our self to be destroyed with Allah's might and majesty and al-muntaqeem that the safat of Ramadan Allah opens al-muntaqeem, the one whom avenges his servant. Without Allah avenging us from the badness in which shaitan has scarred us and put upon our nafs and shaitan, means Allah's lightning has to hit that chair. 
because shaitan has sat too much on the chair of authority and has put all his calluses and his fragrance upon that chair and destroyed the good works and good deeds that the ashiqeen and muhibbeen of Sayyidina Muhammad wish to have. How can they have a, a fragrant reality when shaitan has destroyed their chair and their authority, their lights and their blessings? So Sifat al-Muntaqeem of Ramadan means the 81st name of Allah and the, the reality of, of 9 times 9, the reality of that power that Allah begins to send in the holy month of Ramadan. So, so many realities and blessings Allah has opened for mankind that if they only come to La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah and as a result Allah describes, hold tight to the rope of Allah and don't separate. Means that the rope of Allah is the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad that everyone should be ashiqeen and muhibeen and muhammadiyoon to have the love of Allah the love of Sayyidina Muhammad and to find the gardens of that love, the gardens of roses which they're all gulul muhammadi that their entire life is about the character, the love, the fragrance of Sayyidina Muhammad Wassalamun al mursaleen, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, bi hurmati Muhammad al Mustafa, bi siri Surat al Fatiha. La ishaqati ya Rasul Kareem. When you deal in, in, in tariqah, prepare to pay more, prepare to give more, prepare to do more. Don't come to tariqah looking for a discount, this is your bad character, right? If you think like that you have a sickness. Look at other communities because kids always ask, why are these communities so prosperous? Because shaitan loves them, that's why. But because shaitan hates us. It makes our communities to be so weak and fragmented that if they go to get something for blessings they want 50% or 50 cents less on the blessing. What kind of community is like that? What kind of mentality is like that? Where other communities they say, no we want to pay 20 times more for the blessing. You know they spread their money around to each other. When they have a contract they send it to themselves and their relatives and their community and their community is so powerful they build huge organizations. And look we have little warehouses and little booths everywhere. We can see the state of the akhlaq and the character by just looking outside, you don't have to even look inside, look to the outside of people say, look at these people can't even get together to do anything. If they see something of barakah and they say, Shaykh Tess go get that thing of barakah, they say, oh it's like a dollar too much, I don't know I want to save a dollar, what that dollar is going to help you in jahannam in the, in the fire of your grave? No, shaitan is, is playing with you 
to, to have that type of mentality in which your mentality is, I gotta do more, I gotta give more, I have to accomplish more. Nothing in the way of Allah is lost. If you knew the relationship and the proximity to Prophet you would be astonished. But by the time that people will find out it will be too late. It will be from that verse in Surat Al-Munafiqeen in which the, the one whom died is asking and begging Allah Ya Rabbi please let me to go back so that I can give away everything to be from Salihin. That not to leave anything behind and all the things that I could have done and could have accomplished and all my, my investments and thoughts were in the wrong direction. Had I only invested in you and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad I would have received an eternal return. But people are thinking about a return of 10%, 15% in a dunya that's collapsing. You know there are people with their entire retirement accounts in stocks and bonds. We know some, they have portfolios that are managed for them, right? Those stocks and bonds 80% down now, cryptocurrencies collapsing. What about the people who have cash now in the bank, they took a bank they say 180 billion or 280 billion dollars of cash, they took it. And they said, if you had 250,000 dollar insurance, that's it. Their entire payroll, all their assets, everything they had put in for their bank, for their business, it was but one afternoon, it was gone. By Monday they have to figure out there's no payroll. Means that when people have a mentality that they're, they're saving and banking on dunya. But when it comes to akhirah they want a discount, they want a break, they want to stop. Means the faith is not there. When the faith is strong they understand that nothing in Allah's way is wasted and that everything in Allah's way opens realities. It takes away sicknesses, difficulties, opens immense realities. Because with their dunya as if they're opening their akhirah as a sign of their faith, that Allah takes from them their dunya and gives to them their akhirah in exchange. In Allah in Surah At-Tawbah that was the first gate in the month of Muharram. Allah describes that's the best of bargains, that I give to you dunya, you give it back to me as an exchange. I don't want to take it from you. Some people got big awards and they gave nothing. Allah sent somebody to steal it and take it because Allah will take what He wants anyways. You give it, you don't give it, they don't care but Allah will take it. You're inspired to give, you say, I'm not going to give, you get in your car you get a $300 ticket. I mean when Allah wants something Allah's going to get it. But had you only given it to show your faith, your level of belief, 
means now is coming a time, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, amanu, all you who believe, believe because you're going to see unbelievable things upon this earth. We pray that Allah give us a level of yaqeen and certainty in our faith inshaAllah as the whole world will be astonished at what's opening upon it inshaAllah. As Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, this is Shaykh Narjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. As Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.